Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. Hello and welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers. And I'm Daniel Rolls. And today, Daniel, we're going to be talking about creating content that drives traffic for years. Okay, so the, the idea here is that we've identified with ourselves and, and lots of other clients as well, there are key pieces of content that drive significantly more traffic than other pieces of content, but actually do that very, very much in the long term as well. And what this is really about is thinking about social media and search optimization working together and then the cumulative impact that that has as well. So I'll give you some examples from my website. We'll also then go on to talk about some examples from the podcast. And there's some quite mm. interesting things happening with the podcast recently in terms of some of the episodes that we've done. Now, what we've generally seen is you create a piece of content whether that's a blog post or a podcast or a video or anything else, you post that up to your website and you will go off and socialise that. So you'll tweet, put it, tweet it, Facebook, LinkedIn, all, all those kind of different things. And you'll get a spike of traffic for that particular piece of content. But the spike in traffic is generally very short term mm. because the half-life of, of social media is so short that it might be a day that you get traffic for, or maybe a couple of days maximum. And then you'll get an absolute trickle of social media where people maybe go back and look at tweets from a month ago or whatever. But they do it, that, don't they? It's amazing, yeah, yeah. We still get a little trickle of traffic coming through. But actually, you, it's died off very, very quickly. And even those numbers may not be huge. So I, I'll give you an example. I've got 5,000-odd followers in, in Twitter. It's a pretty engaged audience um, because I haven't just followed people to get followed back. So it's built nice and organically over a period of time. If I put out a good tweet, I might be getting 30 people clicking on that. Mm. So it's not phenomenally big numbers at all. Now, that's that's fine because if I tweet eight times, ten times a day and I get, you know, it, that, the numbers start to build up, that's absolutely fine. But what we've really noticed is that when we look at our analytics, there are a couple of key pieces of content that are driving thousands of visits every month, but they're doing that consistently over a very long period of time. So mm. I, I'll give you two examples. We've got one piece of very in-depth content that is um, an SEO tools comparison. So it basically looks at all the SEO tools that are out there and it compares them. It's a big in-depth piece of content and it drives a very significant percentage of our of our web traffic. Mm. Now that's very much all about SEO. It's an extensive piece of content. It's got a number of different pages associated with it and so on as well. And all that's really doing is ticking all those kind of SEO boxes that we would expect, the right words that people are searching for. And that, that's fine. But then we've noticed a little bit down in analytics, there's a, a little piece of content that says how to create a pre-written tweet button. And it's something we noticed in a lot of the keyword research tools over two years ago, that there are about four or 500 searches a month showing up in the Google Keyword Planner tool, that people are searching how to create a little button that you could click on, it would write a tweet for you. Mm. Okay, so it's not a huge volume. We said, okay, well, we'll do a blog post. And we wrote a blog post that gave you a step-by-step -step guide to doing that and we tweeted it out and we we facebooked it and linkedin and google plus and all that kind of stuff and we got this spike in traffic of maybe over the first few days five six hundred visits that was about it now having looking at analytics what we're now seeing every month still is hundreds and hundreds of visits coming in on that particular piece of content but consistently every month Ooh, it's a keeper it is and, and this is the key thing is that if you pick your key phrases and words properly, what you end up finding is that if you give that those words into your blog title or the name of a podcast or the name of the video, you're going to have that spike in traffic first of all. But then what you're going to have is a long-term build in SEO traffic. 
Now, it doesn't sound, you know, a few hundred visits a month might not sound that significant. But if you work out that for every blog post, we're adding a number of hundred visits a month, and then we're writing a number of blog posts every week, mm-hmm. it starts to build into quite significant numbers. Now, what I can tell you is that on average on our website, um, we get a 0.25% visit through to lead. So what I basically mean is that for every 400 visits... Speak English, Daniel. We'll get, yeah, yeah. For every 400 visits, we'll get one person doing our lead generation form. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's, that's fairly significant because I then know I can convert a number of those leads into actual people buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if I write a blog post and that adds, say, 200 visits a month through to my website, for every two blog posts, I get a lead. For every lead, I might convert one in five of them through to business. And I know the average order value is about £1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I can put an absolute number against what it's worth spending on creating blog posts mm-hmm. because I can really see the benefit of those. So it's really important that we understand what are the words that are really grabbing people's attention. And what's interesting, you can see this in the stats from the podcast massively. Mm. So if we look back at the, the, the podcast stats, there's a couple that really stand out. Yeah, so I mean, we've got over a hundred episodes now. Um, remarkably, actually, because um, it didn't seem like that much hard work to to create them. But you know, we've been doing this over four, four and a half years, I think five years now, isn't it? I think. Um, so, you know, it, that that that's kind of there. But what, what's really interesting is that the episodes that we put out right at the beginning, every month since we put them out, have been getting you know a few hundred a few hundred downloads, and occasionally we'll put out some content that that clearly is resonating with, with the audience. So um, most recently, let's just go through a few of the episodes that have really, really spiked in terms of traffic. The, actually, the last one that we, we put out, which was a, an interview all about audience hacking, um, has had a phenomenal success. You know, in the, in the first three weeks, I think we had 10,000 10, downloads, which is a bit of a record record for us. But then interestingly, what we saw was that along with that spike within that month, we had we had a, an enormous growth. Like the, the traffic... Um, more than double. We we nearly achieved forty thousand downloads um, with, within a month, and and we were sort of puzzling over, you know, well, why 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 is this? But actually, it makes sense when you've got lots of content. You, there's a certain portion of your audience who will really appreciate the content that you've put out there, and and you, you do naturally when you find something good, you go looking to see what else is there. So people are downloading back issues. And uh, it, it just has this accumulative effect, which is really good, great. Absolutely. And if you look at the moment what's going on in the industry general, there's an awful lot of talk about growing businesses, growth hacking, and this whole kind of concept of growing a business quickly. Um, and the whole startup world is alive with conversations and the growth hacker website and so on as well. So there's, there's a big demand for these kind of things. What we've done to a certain extent there is we're broadening out what we're talking about. We're very much talking about digital marketing. When you start talking about entrepreneurship as well, there's a bigger audience out there as well. And the two things obviously cross over, so it's perfectly valid to do that. With podcasts particularly, you get the right words and phrases that match to someone's search query. They come across you. Um, It's something that's very shareable in social media as well. And with podcasts, you tend to subscribe. So it means you gain new subscribers and they'll go back and look at your back catalogue as well. Looking at the podcast as well, looking at keywords and phrases, uh, every January we always do our digital trends, 2000 and whatever year it is. Always and that's always normal mm-hmm. because we're all looking at January, what's next as we go through as well. Um, if you go through and look, we did a free content calendar. There's a huge amount of interest in content calendars and how people are going to use there. And that had a big spike and continues to do so as well. So it's really comes down to the fundamentals of what we would have spoken about for a long time in terms of keyword research. And I think with the content calendar uh, piece, what was particularly interesting about that was there was a, a certain amount of layering of information in different channels. So we, we put out a, a podcast interview 
uh, on it, where Daniel uh, kind of introduced you, us all to how he manages calendar and offered the calendar as a free download. But then there was also a blog post about it that went into a bit more depth uh, with with the free resource. And I, I'm a big fan of of doing that because it it gives you a variety of things to share uh, and kind of pul- repulse the message over a over a short period. So that you know, yes, everything that you push out there has a half life. But if you've got a number of ways of sharing. Uh, you know, good, good, good quality content. It can't just be one rip off after another. That can that can be really, really effective. What's interesting as well is the cumulative effect is bigger than the sum of the parts. So if I do a podcast, I now expect a certain number of visits. If I do a blog post, I expect a certain number of visits, and I do some social media activity. When we do a blog that ties in with a podcast that ties in with some other social media activity, maybe a video, you overall get more traffic mm, than you'd expect mm. because there's a lot of cross-pollination between them as well. So mm. that works pretty effectively. So it ties in very much with content calendars. What are the key themes? Right, let's tile the content together around those themes as we go on as well. But increasingly what we're trying to do is saying what has really resonated with people? And there's a, there's a number of ways that we would go through and do it. We look at the keyword research tools. So we look at Google Trends, we look at the keyword planner, and we work out what are the words that are being most searched for around a particular topic, and we'll try and factor those in. We will then go off and look at all of our web analytics, and we'll look at our social analytics. So we'll go through and look at our tweets, we'll look at our Facebook insights, and work out what are the bits of content that seem to have caught people's attention previously, what are the words and and the phrases that they particularly like. I'll also look at some external other sites and tools that are published out there as well. So there's loads of people saying what works and what doesn't work as blog post titles. Mm. And we'll try those things out. Mm. E-consultancy every year who, um, they've got a fantastic blog. They're actually a competitor with us to some extent on the the e-learning side of things. They publish a post every year saying which of our blog post titles have been the most successful. Mm. So we'll go and look at that and we'll look at what they've been up to and look at how we can kind of calibrate in line with that as well. Then what we'll do is we'll go off and use some social media listening tools. Now, there are some fantastic free ones like um, BuzzSumo and BuzzSumo.com. You put a word or a phrase in and it will show you what is the content that has been most shared on a particular topic. So you can see the blog post and you can filter it by infographics and videos and things like that as well. And then finally, we would look at uh, some of the more you know kind of professional social media listening tools. So I would go and look at Brandwatch. And for example, at the moment, I'm looking at writing a big article about entrepreneurship, starting your own business, those kind of things. So we've set up a query within Brandwatch um, and that will allow us to see anything that's being spoken about around that topic and then we can pick out the key phrases, what seems to be of more interest, what's trending and so on as well. We take that and then we factor the words into the title, into the heading, basically SEO stuff. Mm. But it has a huge impact on the on what you're actually doing. It, it really does, even down to you know picking the right you know um, singular or plural version of the word can make a difference, and I so definitely and tools like BuzzSumo are so simple um, to use, um, so quick to use as well, and you can quite quickly spot patterns that you know people are, are phrasing things in a, in a certain way that, and you want to be looking at the people that are getting you know all the shares and and and, and the traffic really. Another tool that I quite I quite use um, just because it's so simple um, is go into YouTube. And um, type whatever subject it is in there. YouTube's got a really interesting way of predicting what you ought to be typing uh, within there. And the stuff that comes up is typically stuff that's more popularly searched for. Um, but you can kind of use it in the reverse to, you know, gauge a, a view of what what language around a, a particular phrase is is really popular. I, I quite like that because it's nice and simple and anybody anybody can use it. You can then take those phrases and explore them a little bit more. And yeah, it is it is a 
bit bit of hard work really but it's so worth it yeah and you so can say to google it. you just go into type some words into google and see what google kind of auto suggest is suggesting they are the most popular variations and words that people are searching on the, the impact is that you're going to have something that's socially kind of shared but then also it's very much about that long-term seo traffic and that can make a huge cumulative impact and you see lots of people blogging and blogging and blogging and not having that much impact and that's the differentiator is just gaining all that social traction but also making sure you're getting that huge amount of traffic coming from the search engines. And still with our website, we do loads of social stuff. Over 60% of the traffic is is from organic search. Mm. And you know, that's where people are coming to actively look for things. So we're making sure we have this great spike of traffic that comes from social media, but then we're using test and learn to make sure we're factoring the right words into the titles of every piece of content, blog post, video, podcast, anything else, and that makes sure that we're gaining long-term traction. And when you've got a winner, you know, keep, keep, keep it up to date. That's that's mm. another key key step because actually when you um, update an article, you know um, something that's been popular, it, it kind of repulses itself, doesn't it? And, and suddenly it's really valuable. You you know you're onto a winner because you know it worked the first time. So you know expand it. And really, if you look at our SEO tools um, post, that's exactly how that that started, wasn't it? We yeah. you, you did an initial one. It was amazingly successful. So we we refined it and grew it and put more energy and resource into it. And it's. It, it's it's just been a surefire thing. Yeah, I mean, in it. fact, we're refreshing it now. I mean, it hasn't been updated since quite early in 2014. So we're going through adding some more tools, expanding it, and it's become a kind of subset of the website now, mm. to be honest. But it, it is huge. And I think this is a really important point. It's great writing a little blog post, and that will drive you some traffic. But if you actually take some time and effort to create something that's unique, in-depth, and so on, it's a real differentiator. You only have to look at someone's blog like Tim Ferriss. And and he doesn't blog that regularly, but the stuff he does is in-depth, it's original, it provides value, and he talks about his traffic driving value for years as well. So my one suggestion, and we've done this with a lot of clients at the moment, is do less but do it better. Mm. So rather than doing five blog posts a week, do one every two weeks maybe, but make it a real in-depth humdinger that really kind of looks into things and and kind of um, provides massive value. I can't wait for Google to release that as a as, as a KPI. The humdinger, hum, the humdinger index. I don't think I've ever used that word before. I think humdinger. I just can't know where they came that from in my brain. Awesome, Google, if you're listening, please, please. So uh, create your humdinging content. Make sure that you're uh, you're kind of putting more depth into things as well. Because in an environment of huge levels of noise, we need to stand out. And the only way you're going to stand out is actually providing some value. So get that in-depth content out there. So good luck with all your content marketing efforts, and we'll see you again on the Digital Marketing Podcast. for listening to another episode of the digital marketing podcast brought to you by target internet if you'd like to get more information on the show get hold of back issues of this podcast or get details on any of the links we've mentioned please visit our website at www.targetinternet.com if you've enjoyed the show we would love to read your feedback please rate us in itunes or even better write us a review or if you have any questions please get in touch we'd love to help